Update Realities. Uh, welcome. We're on New Radio Media, and uh, this is Dylan Tanaka. I'm here with David Sobel, Nancy hey, Phillips, and Keith Stonehouse. And uh, I think, David, we're going to start with a funny story today. Funny story. Um, I always have a good story. I don't know if it's funny. We'll this see. one's pretty funny. Actually, you know, it's just about the whole week, right? We're always looking for funny trends in, in the industry. And the most recent one was the landlord from France. Did you guys see that? Yes. Okay. The landlord from France, he had tenants uh, that had moved out on him. They left him nothing but a bunch of garbage. And so to get back at them, what did he do? He filled the dumpster of, of all the crap that was in this, this tenant's house, their furniture, everything. They just walked out. They put it in a dumpster, and he located where they moved uh, next, their new home. And he took the dumpster. And he dumped everything out in their driveway like oh a week God. later. <laughs> I don't know if it's a funny story. I would like it for, if for it to be my funny story, like if this happened to me, right? Oh, sure. But only in France can you do that. Right? I don't think you could do that here. No, I don't think it works anywhere in the States. Yeah. I mean, the French do things differently, I can tell you that. I had a, uh, once I had a French investor, you know, all these investors are coming in from Detroit, right, Keith? Mm -hmm. And um, they're coming into Detroit from sure, all over sure. the world. I had a French investor. A group that came in and a young man he's telling me about how he wants to invest in Detroit and I'm doing his paperwork and I said so how do you find your deals and he says well I uh, drive around the city and when I find a house I really like you know based on the list that I've gotten from my lender or from my REO company he pulls his car into the driveway and if he decides he wants to buy this home he sleeps in the car on the driveway and if he can last there all night without anybody bothering him. <laughs> and I'm like, only in France can you do Whoa. that. I don't think you're going to get out of this city alive, actually. <laughs> it's an interesting way of doing things, right? Very interesting. Uh, that's his bellwether. But, um, you know, I haven't seen him in a while, come to think of it. I was going to say, he hasn't been in the office, come <laughs> to think of it. I hope he made it out of Detroit in certain, certain areas, right? That's right. So, uh, I mean, you, I'm not a great landlord, honestly. I've never been. A, I, I, I'm great at enforcing the default provisions, oh, sure. you know, and evictions and forfeitures. <laughs> But I hate being a landlord. I mean, are you a landlord? Or Unfortunately, I've been a landlord since I was about 25, uh -huh. and I, I got rid of most of my rental properties, but now I've picked a few up again. And mm. uh, I think the second time around, as, as I become wiser, like right. you said, uh, you know, you just have to be swift with the paperwork. But mm -hmm. I think in today's climate, the market's a little bit better. People, um, you know, are, have, a, have a little bit more sense of... Uh, responsibility versus back 10 years ago when, when we had our, our small collapse here. So right. It's harder to find a property now, too. So if you're sure renting, you've got to kind of be a little bit more uh, attentive to your... Tougher guidelines, too. Yeah, tougher guidelines. Yeah. Although I don't see, again, in my business, I don't see it. I'm always dealing with landlords who yeah, you're on the violate, you know, violate every <laughs> uh, provision. So... Yeah, I mean, it's good. I want to welcome Keith here today. Absolutely. Keith, yes. Keith with uh, Real Estate Masterminds, Michigan Real Estate Masterminds. Thanks for joining us, Keith. Thank you. Thank appreciate you for Appreciate it. Me. Yeah, you kind of snuck in here a little bit longer today, but we're appreciating that. That's and, uh, okay. I wanted to remind, yeah. we didn't have time last week, and I don't know the story. Dylan, can you tell the story how you saved a homeowner from foreclosure with three minutes to spare? Oh, yeah, the, the three-minute story. Yes. So, um <laughs> Last, egg. last week, I was uh, David's talked about I've got a project going out in, in Romeo, new construction subdivision. So I was up there at 3 o'clock with the, all the contractor guys paying them their checks. And you always wait till the last minute on Fridays to pay guys because if you don't, they leave as soon as you do. Mm. So I got a call at about 3.30 um, from a, a person that uh, I was trying to buy a, a, just a regular single-family home from. Mm. And I didn't know that they were in uh, any financial straits or anything like that. You know, I dropped an offer off a, a week before or whatever. So she called me and said, 
I don't care how much you can pay me, but if you can go and pay my back taxes by 4 o'clock today, she's like, you can just take the house, <laughs> which I, I wasn't going to take advantage of that situation. So, sure. of course, if, if I was able to save it, I was going to pay her what I offered her the, the week before. So from uh, from out way out, you know, up north, I made it down to Mount Clemens, which is just a beautiful place to be. Mm. And uh, Especially with, on a Friday afternoon. Uh, with about three minutes to spare, uh-huh. she sent me uh, signed copies of the purchase agreement. So uh-huh. I did have some proof, which, David, you and I can talk sure. about some of this, uh, some of the follies that investors can make a little bit later in the show. Right. But uh, with about three minutes to spare, I saved her, and, you know, she's going to walk away with some cash. And she wanted to move anyways. Uh-huh. But I, I thought she may have been able to call me an hour before that, not, not a half hour before. Right. Well, no, that's t- that's typical. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. They, they wait till they have a gun to their head. Unfortunately, right. and sometimes that's why you know we're in, in the positions we're in. You should have had a drone like Andy Wolf here right, last right. week, and he he did these whole drone things. That's that's another application for drones. Right? Sure, Just fly like, the payment. Fly there. the payment there. I, I, you know, speaking of drones, Andy. That was a great sec, uh, segue or, uh, section segment. last week, uh, but I just noticed online as well, they were doing, actually you brought it up to me, Nancy, what were they doing with the, the drones? They were doing these celebrity tours. Oh, the celebrity tours, oh. so yeah. you could actually you know, fly over Ben Affleck's you know, house and see the pool and the sure. pool house and right. the second pool and the kids' pool. And what about in, the, in, in the FAA, and I thought they aren't allowed to be in that certain airspace, but... They don't have that figured out I have out no yet. idea. You know what? Uh, a shotgun takes care of those drones. Right. But, but in California, that's the newest thing. You don't even have to go to, you know, in the in the buses. You just sit in a room now, and they say, hey, you want to see, you know, like Ben Affleck's right. house? Sure. I, I wouldn't care about Ben Affleck. Maybe uh, he's not married to the gardener anymore, right? No. But, you know, in the pool, you know, they, right. they have the drones going around. That's pretty cool. How invasive, so, though. I yeah. just... So There's not many celebrity houses here in Detroit. I think that you could make a living. I, with, I was uh, going to say, let's ask Keith the, Keith a question here. Yeah. If uh, <laughs> if we were able to spy on anybody in Michigan, who would we spy on? Right, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's never home. Right. I don't know if he's that interesting. You'd have to find me in my dungeon office where I hide. Right. Like the uh, was the mayor's mansion, Duggan. Right. You know, I mean, that's a, yeah. well. This is a big sports town, so um, right. You know, there's a lot of celebrity sports. But right. Sure. Right. Who would you Who would you Red send the drone players, for? Yeah. Pistons players. A lot Eminem of them rent. Still out in Oakland Township. Oh yeah. No, I think he sold that house, didn't he? Did he? Who's, wait, who's he that? Tra- Eminem. He was trying to sell. Oh. I think he got an offer, but a lot of the sports players they have uh, a lot of them rent until they sure. they right. know that they have a full contract. Right. So there you go. It makes me just. That might be the the way to be a landlord, David. We need to start ponying up and um, buying some ten million dollar homes and leasing them out to the Pistons, right. Tigers. Maybe Red you Wings. can do that on one of these wholesale contracts, or right? Something. Right. Yes. I have a one page contract that should take care of everything. <laughs> so I mean, well, you're in the title business, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's a main part of your main business, right? <clears throat> yep. Is, Correct. Uh, what was the title company you're with? Franklin Title Agency. Okay. So, do you see a lot of these wholesale deals going down? Are you doing a lot? No, of them we or? don't. We don't. Uh, we're a, a, a mainstream title company. Okay. There are specialty title companies that focus on uh, investor properties mm-hmm. and uh, double closings and, and wholesale right. things like that. We don't. We don't deal with that. Our underwriting does not prevent that. Right. That's a. It's kind of a. A specialty. Yes, you have to have a you have to have a real thick skin to be doing those. You've got to have double, a, a, like a nice flips. attorney in the office too to look right. over all these crazy Definitely. investors who don't know what they're doing. Correct. Right. Wholesaling so, is a whole different area. Oh yeah. Yeah. You wholesale. Yeah. 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 And you're still with us today. I'm still with us, <laughs> but you know, like I said, I started in '03, so right. I've got the wounds to uh, to show. Right. You know. Yeah, the wholesaling is an interesting area. In fact, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't. I don't have my bill, but 
Again, you have your you, bell. I know it's it's in my purse. I'll have uh, it for the next segment. I okay. promise. Okay. Um, Dylan, question for you. Remember sure. a couple weeks ago when Chad called in, he was interested about possibly wholesaling as funds after retirement. Right. Well, um, last week we didn't have time for it. Oscar from Onaway texted me. And he's really intrigued by this. <laughs> Onaway, we're getting all the way up to Onaway right. now. I know, it's pretty good. You know, the coverage is amazing. You uh-huh. can't get cell phone coverage, right. but you can see us. <laughs> um, anyway, he was really intrigued by this, but he wants to go one step further. Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to purchase these homes and have some idea how to do the home repairs. Not that he is going to be doing them, but so that the people he hired to do them, he knows that they're doing a good job. Are there classes for this? What, what I, I, Sometimes I think on-the-job training is the best way to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. Life. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Life. you know, I, I call the, the real estate and construction world the real world a lot of times because you can't go on Facebook and flip houses mm-hmm. in your underwear by pressing right. a button and, right. and make a million dollars. So I think the best thing that you can do is, is just ask around uh, town, wherever mm-hmm. you're going to do your investing, find out who the good contractors are. Go to Home Depot, go to the Pro Desk, go to Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of times the contractors that are good are very hard to get. Very hard in to a get, and right. too expensive period. for investors. Right. So you yeah. have to learn how to be your own general contractor right. as an investor, unless you're talking about multi-million-dollar projects. Right, that's okay. truly on the job training. I mean, you yeah. get burned by a lot of guys. It, it's it's the only way. Right. Okay. Before we get too far in the hour, yeah. um, I think a few of us we have some some events coming up. Mm-hmm. So before we forget. Um, yes. Keith, what, what do you guys have going up for going on for MRAM? Oh, oh boy, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, we actually have events pretty much almost every day for Michigan Real Estate Masterminds. Uh, Tuesday, we have continue, continuing education at my office in downtown Rochester. Uh, Wednesday, we're in downtown Port Huron for a leadership lunch. <clears throat> Thursday, we're in downtown uh, Utica for a leadership lunch. But then fast forward, we have... Uh, a, a big mixer at Watermark Grill in uh, St. Clair Shores on the 27th. And so MREM, uh, just for everybody listening out there, is is what, Keith? Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, LLC.com. Yeah. It's a organization, two-part, one for uh, folks under the real estate umbrella. Mm-hmm. So anybody who is a real estate agent, real estate investor, real estate attorney, mortgage company, builder, home inspector, so on and so forth, uh, they become members. They reap the benefits of membership in terms of networking, branding, uh, education, continuing education, and then on the flip side, part two, it's for home buyers and sellers to find a uh, top quality professional. If you need a real real estate agent, if you need a mortgage person, an insurance quote, a mortgage loan officer, mm-hmm. you go to the website, you find a person that's local to you. And, and you're the founder of MRM, Correct. right? And how many years ago did you uh, find find this? <laughs> did uh, I, you did you create this event well, or create this group? Well. It, it, it started, Where'd you find it? I found it in a back alley. Yeah. Um, no, I started it uh, about seven, eight years ago. I went to a uh, real estate conference in Southern California and learned what they were doing in California. They were not doing here. Mm-hmm. They were uh, much, much uh, uh, ahead of the game than we were. So I brought that mentality, as, as we all sure. know. Uh-huh. I brought that mentality back to Michigan because real estate professionals were not networking here. Uh-huh. And if they were, it was fluff and puff, and it was they weren't actually doing any business together. It was just getting together for lunch and, and not actually doing business. Mm-hmm. So I created this to actually get people down to business and working with each other based on what I learned from top producing, top 1% of real estate agents oh. in Southern California. Okay. It's very good. So if you're a mastermind, you're the head of mastermind, right? Correct. How do you unlock these? 
Like once <laughs> once you once you lock yourself, you forget the combination. You got you have to buy the good ones and you make the combination one, two, three, four. Did I ask you? No. Oh, I asked him. I'm sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> looked put at me, me on the spot. <laughs> Well, he's the listen, head mastermind. Listen, he I'm back in Keith up. I'm a member of the masterminds like you, David, yeah, so we, we've got to right. work together. I've been, I'm, I'm longer. I'm a <laughs> longer-serving member. Okay, I don't know okay. about that. Okay. <laughs> so, well, well, isn't that, isn't that like the idea? Like, you know, things are kind of you, – you kind of brought everybody uh, here and updated uh, realtors and professionals by using MRM. It's the same thing with Lockbox, right? There's all these new systems that people use. They don't even use these anymore, right? Oh, they still use those. In Michigan. In Michigan. But right. all the other states have adopted uh, electronic, electronic lockboxes. Yeah, they're trying to enforce that here. but yeah. Well, with a, you know, a group like MRAM, they can maybe solicit or maybe sure. like, you lobby the, I don't know. Well, you're, that's, you're, what you're met, yeah. that's what RPAC is for. Right. Real right. Political Action Committee. Right. I donate $1,000 every year to RPAC. I still hope everyone else does, taken too. Care of, right? And that's what the right. money goes for is, uh-huh. to, is for things like this. Yeah. So you have a lot of events, though. I mean, every, I, every time I go to, to the Facebook site, uh, we're a member. Yes. You have um, at least three events going on uh, during the week. Correct. And not all of them are uh, con ed in the sense that... Um, uh, they're not all just for realtors. They're personal development yep. uh, programs, et cetera, for third-party vendors, right? Yep. Yeah, anybody who's a member. Yeah, and I think there's a big misconception. I get a lot of people say, this mm-hmm. is just for real estate agents only, right? right? And I say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I want the room to be half real estate agents and the other half people that focus and work on the real estate transaction, right. insurance, home inspectors, builders, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Attorneys. Um, attorneys. Right. People that help the transaction and help real estate agents right. grow as well. Right. I met some great people. I went to one of the lunches in Rochester, and it was yeah. a really good event. But I, let me say this. Before MREM, um, that was missing here. Everybody knows I'm on the, more on the investor side. Right. So like what Keith said, Keith and I have known each other a long time. We're mm-hmm. unfortunately both networking guys, and uh, you know that's how you get things done. Right. You can't just sit in an office and, and pretend you're going to meet people. Right. So for the actual professionals, not just the, the developers or builders or, or flipper guys, right. you know, there was, wasn't really a place for um, professional real estate uh, folks to go to and get together and like Keith said, actually get things done versus, mm. you know, having a hamburger and a beer and, and crying and, you know, crying the blues. Right. Instead, you know, with, with all their their um, all, all their different events they have going on and, and uh, you know, the, the Facebook page. I mean, there's, there's a ton of value there for homeowners, too, which is right. important because in today's society, if someone's a member of MREM and mm-hmm. they do... If if they do something wrong, they're going to get called out on Facebook. Right, that's the kiss of death. Right, I, I'll, oh. I'll take a lawyer's uh, letter any day, uh-huh. a threat letter over somebody saying that I cheated someone on right. Facebook, even if it's wrong. Right. And you've got to go defend yourself too. So it's uh, it's definitely important, um, you know, to uh, to be to be on the up and up. Right, right. So um, I'm going to change the topic a, a quick uh, moment here. We have um, you know Floyd Merritt and uh, I think Susan Markey on the phone. Sarah, uh, Sarah Markey on the phone, and um, both of them call in with regards to market updates. So who do we have on the line? Oh, this is Sarah. Oh, Sarah, hey, I'm sorry. And, I, you know, Sarah, uh, just want to thank you very much for calling in. Are you, are you still out of town? Are you still in Vegas? Or? I am in oh. Vegas. Oh, and you still? <clears throat> yep. Still I'm at the mortgage, mortgage Masterminds Conference. Oh, Mortgage Vegas. Masterminds, right. So what's, what, what's going on there? What are you learning there? I'm just learning a lot of wonderful ways to um, bring, you know, different offerings to the market, uh-huh. um, publicity and advertising and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. What, stuck, what, what has stuck out in your mind um, just, you know, for the industry uh, this, this, um, this week, or what can you take back from the, the event that would uh, help you in your business? 
Well, actually, in general, just a, a great understanding of the fact that, you know, even though our rates are rising, mm-hmm. I mean, where we are historically, um, the percentage of the median income necessary to buy, a, you know, even just a median priced house um, historically has been only uh, has been 21 percent. And right now um, in fourth quarter 2017, we were at 15.7 percent. Mm-hmm. of your median income is what wow. was needed to buy a median-priced home, and only 18% now that we're, you know, sort of trending up into the fives. But um, last last week, we, we caught a break. Um, mortgage rates fell to a seven-week low. All right. Um, you know, and, and something to understand, obviously, rates rise and fall, but um, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage averaged uh, 4.5%. During last week, and that was down two basis points. So, so what we're going to do, um, uh, Sarah, is uh, tell us one of the when you come back. One of the programs we're looking for, like the hottest program out there for uh, home buyers and uh, also real estate investors to buy a house. Um, so we're going to go to a break. This is Real Estate Realities, and I'm with uh, Dylan Tanaka, Keystone House, and um, Nancy. Phillips. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation, okay? If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road, Go to A1Fingerprints.com for more information. That's A1Fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. And through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. And we're back with Real Estate Realities. This is David Sobel, and I'm on the line with Sarah Markey. Uh, Sarah, thanks for holding with us. I know you're in Vegas, and you're attending a big mortgage uh, uh, program convention there. So uh, before we left, we were going to talk briefly about um, just 
what what is the hottest program right now in the mortgage industry for uh, new home buyers? I guess for first-time home buyers, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be that bond program, the MISHTA loan. Okay. What's um, that about? Yeah, simply because it only requires a 1% um, investment by the buyer. And um, in most cases, depending on the in most cases, depending on the price of the home, mm-hmm. um, the closing costs and um, and escrow accounts are taken care of completely. So, if you could picture somebody who thinks, you know, who's living in their parents' basement again, <laughs> who thinks that they need to save up that twenty percent, right. um, you know, before they can get out of there, um, it, it's it's a falsehood. You you if you're buying an eighty thousand dollar home, for uh-huh. example, you're coming to closing with eight hundred dollars. Wow. What I mean, what is the huge. max what is the maximum home price that you can buy on this program? Two twenty four. Holy smoke. That's incredible. Yeah. So you can buy you can buy a nice house. And now are there certain areas that this Mishta program works with or is it all over it does it have to be a rural pro, a rural property or no? Oh no, that's that's actually a great question. Um, oh, it works all for over uh, for first-time home buyers, and as a matter of fact, there are certain targeted areas uh-huh. where you don't even have to be a first-time home buyer really? to get into this program. Okay, and it's it's uh, it's through the FHA, and now they've added a conventional option as well. So if you know if buyers are concerned about putting an offer in that's an FHA offer for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, they can now submit a conventional offer. Oh, that's great. So how do people get yep. in touch with you um, uh, at your office and to, to discuss that more with you, uh, Sarah? Sure. Sure. Super easy. Just www.qualifywithsarah.com. That'll get you to my website. You can email me. And, uh, and I'll get right back with you. Okay. Well, thanks, Sarah Markey. I appreciate it. I'm going to have um, – uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you next week. And uh, so you, hopefully you can join us next week. And now on the line we have uh, Floyd Merritt, who's calling in on a market update related to commercial real estate. Floyd? Good morning. Hey, Floyd. Dylan, you want to... Hey, Floyd, how are you? This is Dylan. Good to hear from you, buddy. Hi, Dylan. How are Fine, things? How, how's the weather down there? It's uh, this is the time of year where I'd rather be in Troy, Michigan. Honestly, <laughs> come on up. We got room for you. We'll, in, we'll buy you lunch, Georgia, just so you folks know. So, so yeah, let us know, Floyd. Um, I think we talked a little bit earlier, uh, David and I, that um, that you let him know um, with these small towns, they've got they've got some new uh, some new programs going on in the com- on the commercial side. Well, what's happening in small towns has been going on since the 60s when Kmart and Penny's and the other big boxes first opened out in the rural uh, suburbs and drew away the, the small backbone, small businesses for, for many of these towns. So conversely, you could see that closing down a, a large, failing 60s mall might benefit downtown. Sure. Uh, I think the strategy today has to be different than it was uh, 20 years ago, but I do believe there's an opportunity. Uh, some of the recent topics I've heard really revolve around public-private partnerships and retailers working together to create a draw for people who, from a social standpoint, don't really need the mall to hang out in anymore. And the millennials are perfectly happy using technology to, for their social needs. And so I think that means a change for the way that um, small businesses look at retail. Sure, sure. It's it's interesting. They're talking about uh, Floyd that the 
the downtowns aren't really dealing with retail as much uh, as they are service industries, right? Like that's who they're going to be leasing to, uh, you know, that's who they're trying to attract, that type of uh, clientele, uh, a service uh, tenant. Well, that's the same thing that we're seeing in my specialty oh. with the strip centers. Um, if you look at a typical six or eight tenant uh, strip center, maybe twenty thousand feet or smaller, even mm-hmm. um, you're not you're not seeing that soft goods retailer anymore. It's going to be you know hair nails, uh, ethnic restaurants. You know, and, and by that I mean Italian, Mexican, uh, and other uh, preferred dining choices that that do real well, but. Um, yeah, the, there are uh, there is a space for retail of goods, but it has to be always considering the competition of online. Uh, you know, click and have it delivered to your home. And I think you know you hear a lot of the the word experiential. I think to put it in simple terms, it means that you know if I'm going to go to a downtown, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be an afternoon. I want to sit down at a nice cafe type restaurant. I want to have some cool uh, gift or boutique shops around it. And, um, you know, maybe there's one or two things that I need specifically. I'll pay more at that location if all the other components are in place. But a retailer attracting someone downtown to pay more for their good mm-hmm. when there's not uh, a connection to their other retailers and, and the community is probably not a recipe for success. Yeah, Floyd, I think with the um, with the millennials and maybe the younger Gen Xers, um, you know, you look at a Starbucks, for example, and uh, we're willing to pay 6 or $7 for a coffee. You can't hear when you're in there, but you see people, you can't get a seat in a Starbucks. Uh-huh. So uh, the new generation is willing to pay for that experience uh, because they want to be entertained, right. and, and that's kind of more their, their style now. I'm more like the Pepsi generation. I just want right. to sit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an excellent example. Um, I actually am trying a new lifestyle choice. So my wife and I are recent empty nesters, and, and because of my interest in retail, we chose to uh, rent in a mixed-use development in sort of an urban setting of Atlanta. And I tell you, it's an interesting uh, way to live. It offers tremendous convenience, and we know that we're paying more to attend a restaurant here in our community. But uh, it creates, it's a new Main Street. Um, If you walk around this development and many others like it that are being redeveloped in urban areas, they're recreating a Main Street. Um, I can think of one in the Midwest, Columbus, Ohio, has a a nice power center development. It's not that many years old. And they create a a, um, car-free zone. It's pedestrian only, and you park on the perimeter and walk in. But its um, I just saw something recently said it was doing very well. Yeah, Yeah, I think before the crash up here in in Metro Detroit, uh, that that plan happened in a few different locations. Fountain Walk Walk, um, in Birmingham by Uh, Big Rock there and uh, in in Utica, you know, or Shelby Township, they did that also. But then we had the, the downfall, so things changed a little bit. But... The uh, the empty nesters. You guys have a lot of money and you have a lot of time, so you're the ones to cater to. I think. I see him on Facebook. We're friends on Facebook, mm-hmm. Floyd and I. He's always happy with a drink in like one of the, exactly what he's saying. <laughs> one of those ca- outdoor cafes. Sure. That's all he does is post happy pictures of him sitting there with you know sipping his latte. Can't go wrong with that. When I'm not on the golf course, yeah, right? or <laughs> riding in helicopters. <laughs> There you go, Floyd. Well, thanks, I would Floyd. say as a yeah. parting thought, I, I know our, our slot's limited, but yeah. um, what's happening in America really is a, the middle class is sort of, they use the word bifurcation, 
um, there's a segment of this society that's moved up in the economic uh, strata, and there's there's more wealth now than there's ever been. And and conversely, in rural communities and small towns, they're losing their talent. Uh, kids are going off to school to get educated, and then working somewhere that offers higher employment. And unfortunately, that's creating a flat to declining demographic and an aging demographic in many of these small towns. And when I look at site selection for a, a national retailer, uh, it's a pretty cut-and-dried process for them. They, they look at growth of population, um, income demographics, and, and traffic at a mm -hmm. certain location. Traffic, and there's yeah. just a lot of these locations now in small towns that won't attract that brand of retailer. But to me, it also points out a need, which is what we wanted to talk about in this segment, and that's there is a need for services, and I think as a small business or a resident or an economic developer for that community, you have to look at what services can we offer that uh, either offers convenience and experience or uh, attracts the higher-end demographic that wants, uh, you know, is willing to pay for entertainment, quality, or service. Yeah, I mean, uh, just from from uh, my own experience and i know like you're down in rochester right rochester yeah. uh, well my office is downtown rochester but i used to serve on the council and, and many boards for downtown auburn hills and uh -huh. the city of auburn hills so you see are you seeing that i mean i know in like pontiac and like they're, oh, they're trying to the, right, all the these, auburn hills that they right? built and maybe it was 10 years ago now it seems it's like it was yesterday more, I guess. yeah it is it is awesome. awesome down there. Right. Absolutely. And you can see and people younger generation, not the Pepsi generation, but the younger generation yeah. is really enjoying it. I like going down there. I'm Pontiac, we go and listen to music, yeah. you know. It's yep. lovely. So uh, Floyd, I, you know, how did I people... lived in I lived in Auburn Hills and uh -huh. you know, one of the highlights of that area to us was going to downtown Rochester yeah, and walking sure. that main right. street. Yeah. I really right. thought they did that Stakes well. Away from Auburn Hills. Yeah. Right. He was he was down there all the same photos, him sitting with his latte sure. and Hey, so Floyd, how do people get in touch with you to learn more about about uh, you know uh, the retail commercial uh, market. Yeah, if we can help you with net leased or retail shopping centers, you can always go to our website at www.signnn.com. Okay, and Floyd, how do they reach you? Just by phone? Do you want people to call you? Not really. Uh, sure. I, um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> He's I'm, shrieking those lines. My, uh, yeah. my direct line is seven seven zero. Five nine nine twenty eight twenty six. I'm in Atlanta, but we uh, mm -hmm. handle transactions in forty eight states. And you do handle. You, you're an expert in Michigan real estate as well as I know. So, all right. Uh, I lived there for three years. Yeah. I love that area. Yeah. Well, come up and see us sometime. Thank you, Floyd. All right. All right. With, Appreciate your time. I think we have a couple more minutes. Okay. Um, why don't we go over um, a, a couple of the. Um, a couple of the, the events that we have coming up, David, you and I will be at. So uh, this month at the Ria of Macomb, right. on the 28th, uh, way over, as you like to say, at uh, Macomb <laughs> Community College South Campus, uh -huh. uh, you and you are going to be on a panel with the CPA, and, and uh, I think we're going to bring in a... Um, an appraiser also. Okay. So you guys can meet David in uh, uh, in the flesh there. You can mm -hmm. meet the genius himself, as we like to call him here on the radio show, See, at the station. And um, I don't. <laughs> I, I think when we come back, um, let's talk a little bit about, let's let's deep dive into, uh, in, into what Keith's got going on, because right. I think he's, you know, yeah. we've got a lot of uh, investors and regular homeowners on, on the line who listen to, uh, listen to the show, and I right. think he hits both sides, sure. both the professionals and the homeowners. So uh, we'll be back with Real Estate Realities and New Radio Media. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. 
Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the Internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the Internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision-making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the Internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Hey, we're back. This is David Sobel with Real Estate Realities, and I'm joined by Dylan Tanaka, Keith Stonehouse, and, of course, Nancy Phillips. You know, um, Keith, uh, we're so happy that you joined us today. Keith is the founder and um, uh, director of the MREM, which is the Michigan Real Estate Masterminds. And um, I want to kind of get back to one of the items that is so important uh, for the real estate community and also, you know, uh, people who are looking to work with the real estate community. When you have these programs, Keith, uh, which are every week, at least three, three programs a week, right? What do, what do you find, uh, the, you know, the professionals? What are you seeing uh, amongst the professionals that attend these, these uh, events? What's their biggest concern right now with the, the, the market, uh, the way it's changing? I know, like, uh, for example, in the mortgage business, uh, the rates have gone up. It's kind of dried up a little bit for a lot of good or bad mortgage brokers. But uh, what about real estate agents? What are you finding there? What's the trend? Well, what I'm seeing at the, the lunch and learns or the, or the happy hours or the continuing education courses that we provide is a lot of talk of multiple offers. Um, uh -huh. uh, also, to bullet point uh, some of the topics are things like uh, appraisal. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Locks. Um, where you can lock in an appraisal uh, oh. to, to say, uh, I'm not a real estate agent, right. so, so no, some of the terms. But, um, you know, uh, appraisal guarantee. I okay. apologize. Sure. Sure. So some of these offers that people are putting in are a little absurd. Uh, so it kind of scares people. Right. Um, and you need to find the right agent to be able to understand these multiple offer situations. When somebody's selling a house for 330000 uh, it appraises for 330000 Somebody comes in at... 340 and they're mm -hmm. willing to bring in ten thousand dollars extra cash how is the general uh home buyer supposed to compete with that right uh and that's some of the things that we're dealing with now and some of these agents are getting frustrated with that for their buyers right perspective right you know i think keith um 
and, and I'm sure you can back me up on this. It's it's all about teaching people and and real estate brokering, agenting. It's not hard to become a real estate agent. Believe me, I am one. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm a broker also. So right. I made it to the next step. So right. I can brag about that. But I, I think that um, you know th- there isn't enough education, even in in the sales world, for the for the realtors to learn how to teach people and explain. And they haven't been through a lot of transactions. I mean, it's easy for me because I've been I've been beat up and you know, and mm. and I'm still here. But um, like you said. What's happening right now is the market is so crazy. So a house is listed at 300, it gets bid up to 330, which is all funny money at four and a half percent mortgage, like Sarah just talked about. Right. And um, and then somebody comes in 10,000 higher, it only appraises for for that 330, mm-hmm. and the people don't have the extra 10,000, but right. their agent doesn't know. They don't care. They're hoping, right. you know, on a wing and a prayer, they're going to get their commission. Right. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. We you see that because. You know, you ask me what's what's some of the problems that you see, and some of the problems that you see are agents frustrated with other agents, right. bringing offers and situations like that to the table, and mm-hmm. and pushing them and pushing. Them. Who's the biggest offender? Let's name them. No, no. <laughs> well, let's just say none of them are Michigan Real Estate Masterminds members. Oh, listen, if you if you guys can see the smile on Keith's face, we're going to find out after the show who it yeah. is. That's right. Three three names just popped right, in my head. Right. <laughs> What, what about, uh, and you also deal with not just the realtors, but you also have, as you mentioned earlier, third, like, I call them third-party vendors, but you have support, sta- uh, not, I wouldn't call them staff, but support team members, uh, team members yeah. right? In some organizations, they uh, call them affiliates. Yeah. Uh, you're affiliated to the transaction, mm-hmm. which in, in most transactions, we're the most important. <clears throat> the title's the most important. The mortgage is the most important. The appraiser's the most important. A lot of times, a real estate agent just kind of gets the ball rolling, and right. we do all the rest, right? Right. I can say that in front of Dylan. Absolutely, he's a real estate agent. But yeah. um, so that was the idea when I put this together because I, you know, half of my client base at my title insurance company uh-huh. is mortgage loan officers, and a lot of them say my goal is to meet and work with X amount of real estate agents every every week or month or quarter. And I said, how can I help these guys? Oh, well, if I create an organization that can get them in front of real estate agents, mm-hmm. that's going to benefit them greatly. And a lot of uh, mortgage loan officers like Sarah is actually a Michigan Real Estate Masterminds member who right. called in. Right. Um, a lot of these mortgage loan officers, when they attend and when they go follow through and when they get involved and when they a- advertise and sponsor, they actually that's a big portion of their business because mm-hmm. they're creating relationships with like-minded real estate professionals that are trying to better their craft. Right. You know, so they they gravitate to each other and work well together. I couldn't have said it better myself. Right. I mean, the, the the connections that you make, and I tell, I don't do a lot of retail work when it's not for myself, so I list all of my own houses for sale or whatever. Um, and so I can make fun of the real estate agents and, and, and uh, mortgage people too. And I tell every mortgage person right to their face or it's on the phone, I don't text them, and tell them every, every mortgage person's a liar to me until they prove otherwise, unless I really know them. Because my life hinges on this deal closing. Right. And I don't have to worry about Keith and title. I don't right. have to worry about myself. I don't right. have to worry about the home inspector because my homes are done properly. Mm-hmm. But if that mortgage person isn't telling the truth mm-hmm. to that homeowner, that could set myself or sellers back six months, a year. It could, it could send home, home sellers into foreclosure sometimes. Okay. So, um, I mean, you're 100% correct. And uh, I want to qualify your language but just by saying... Uh, the mortgage brokers you're dealing with are the ones that probably aren't uh, mortgage, uh, excuse me, Michigan no, uh, right. real estate mastermind right. members, right? They're outside of that Right, bubble. outside sure. of it, right. right. We have somebody on the call. Uh, is it Bob McKenzie who's on the line for us today? Hello. Yeah, hi. Who's this? Who's calling? Hi, my name's Sid. Okay, hey, Sid. Uh, how can I hi. help you? What's, what's going on? What's your question today? 
Well, uh, I would like to know how I can find a reputable real estate agent. You know, you talk real estate, and and everybody's brother, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin is a real estate agent. Everybody knows somebody. How can I find uh, a reputable one out of all that mix? Boy, how how appropriate. I tell you what, we have the guy who who runs one of the largest uh, networking groups for realtor and uh, third-party vendors in real estate. So, Keith, how do you find I these said, people? I uh, said, go to Michigan Real Estate Masterminds LLC.com. Mm-hmm. Click on Find a Professional. Go to a real estate professional. Click on what city that you're in, and all the agents that are pre-qualified and qualified uh, members of Michigan Real Estate Masterminds. Their bios will show up. Uh, explanation of their history, everything they're involved in. Headshot, logos, website, everything for you to do the research as well. Wow. That's like so on point. Right. That help you, Sid? It certainly did. Okay. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, Sid. Thanks, Sid. Thanks for the recommendation. Keith, really quick before I forget, um, I know that you're you're very civic-minded. So um, what what organizations are you working with right now? Or I guess what uh, nonprofit is the most near and dear to your heart? Well, with Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, we try to keep it within the kind of the realm or the umbrella of, of the housing. So last year we had about 50 uh, Michigan Real Estate Masterminds get together for Habitat for Humanity Macomb, mm-hmm. and we helped uh, uh, rebuild a home in East Point for a young family that was going through a hard time, and they got approved to get this home. Now, what's interesting with Habitat for Humanity is that they have to put in 400 hours of volunteer time to be able All to right. get that. So she, the mother, and uh, so, at some time the husband, uh, were there helping us as well, so that was really interesting. Uh-huh. No clay, no uh, clay pottery foundations or anything oh, like that. Back right? to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was a beautiful little bungalow. Uh, I asked Dylan to bring in a piece of yes. uh, clay pottery to prove to me that it was a clay pot foundation. Yeah, I'll bring one next us. week. Okay. That's a great organization. It is a great organization. Yes, it is. That's wonderful. And by the way, so you asked that question. Mm-hmm. Every month we do a happy hour mixer for our members, where we get sixty, seventy, a hundred. Michigan Real Estate Masterminds members together. And we focus on a different charity nonprofit every single month. So what I do is I say, okay, Dylan, you're a member. Mm-hmm. What 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 is your near and dear charity? And sure. you say... Winning Futures. Winning Futures, which I, I know well about. So we would pick a month in 2018, and we would that would be our focus. Awesome. I would have you or somebody from Winning Futures come and talk for five minutes. We would have raffles. We would have all kinds of different things for That's that charity. Program. Uh, this uh, last month in May, we did uh, the Fed in downtown Clarkston, and it went for uh, a charity that Linda Wells with uh, Remax in Clarkston, or I'm sorry, Waterford. Uh, uh, what is what was that organization? I forget now. Um, it's a it's a children's organization, uh-huh. uh, and we raised some funds for that, and a lot of people got exposure to that sure. nonprofit. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's yeah. networking community. We would love to talk to you about. Um, having one of your meetings talk about game on cancer that'd be great which is something that we are is very near and dear to our heart yeah so that would we'll be great there's lots of show. months left right there are lots of months left it's yes. only halfway listen through, it's, right. it's all about uh you know uh learning networking growing giving back if uh you know it, it doesn't matter what you produce you know uh, that that ends up in your casket when, when you get buried but it's it, i think it matters how you impact everybody yes. else out there right I mean, you're involved. The Winning Futures is a mm-hmm. great program. You want to tell? We usually do this yeah, on the way know, out, but you um, might as well real, talk really about quick, it real briefly. Uh, winningfutures.org for anyone who's out there that's interested in giving back. Uh, it's a, uh, it's an organization where we are mentors for high school seniors. We have them for the whole year. Uh, we're one one 
hour a week in one of their business electives, and we have a whole curriculum. It's all it's all state approved. I've been with it for uh, with the organization almost ten years. This will be my tenth year, I believe, mm. and uh, we just got approved. It was in Cranes. Um, we're going to start a new four year program. Wow. So we're going to wow. take the kids through ten, from tenth through their first year in college. And uh, it, it's a pilot program, so we're pretty excited about it. We'll see what happens with that. But, um, you know, employers today, I'm an employer, you're an employer, mm-hmm. Keith's an we're all employers. Right. It's extremely hard to find good people. So if you can grow them, they're going to be with you forever. Right. And, and you know, it's just it, there's a huge difference between that and, and putting a uh, putting putting a one ad on Monster.com right. or whatever the heck is out there today. Sure. Mentorship is so important. It really oh, is. Very good. Thank That's you. That's great. Yeah. And then Nancy, you might as well, we're doing the yeah. community civic hour. Yeah, sure. Um, just to remind everybody that um, we are very involved with Game on Cancer, which is an organization that um, has partnered with the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Pistons, and Henry Ford Hospital. And they offer non-medical um, funds to people who are currently going through treatment. Um, this is near and dear to my heart. Um, been there, done that, and you know we want more and more people that are interested. And how do they find the Game on Cancer site? Um, it's through Proven Resource that we. Yes, if team. they would go to our website, mm. www.provenresource.com, go under the About section, and you will see um, Game on Cancer. Please link on that. You'll see our page, how to join our team. And we would absolutely love to have you. We've got some really exciting things coming up in the future with that. Yeah, thank you. So um, with that, let's see. Uh, I'm like, I'm at, uh, I have a couple of questions here, Nancy, I think that you had uh, written down from the week that somebody had called. Oh, yeah, let me, um, I'd forgotten about those here. So let's ding the bell. Oh, you got the bell. I got see? the bell. Uh, what was that question um, that, that came in after yep. our show? Yes. Oh. Um, I already asked Dylan. Um, David, this one's for you. An unmarried couple is interested in buying a home together. Mm-hmm. They are also um, very worried and concerned if there are any special things that they should address if they choose to go their separate ways. What um, happens if one of them is you know, hospitalized? From, I'll tell you real briefly from a legal perspective, it's all based on how they hold title. That's from, from my perspective. Okay. So if they're not married, they would probably hold, they can hold a title to the property jointly with right of survivorship, uh, which basically means they both own the property uh, and they have an equal share in that property. Um, but certain things, legal consequences related to how they can uh, alienate or transfer that property at a later time uh, come into play. But the other way they can hold it is tenants in common, which basically means they can hold it together. But if one wants to sell it uh, later, Later on down the line, they can do it without the other person's permission. So for, for my purposes, how they hold title, um, you know, when you're not married and that cohabitants, et cetera, a lot of people uh, aren't getting married these days, right? So it's a, definitely something to consider. Uh, speak with your I'm, attorney. Yeah, I'm considering not getting married. Yeah. Me too. I think you are married. I am. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. All right. uh, you know, you believe in marriage, don't you? But the other thing is just real briefly, um, you can also have an agreement. Part. You can have an agreement between sure. the parties and how uh, assets are, are, it's almost like a prenup, I guess, but it's not a prenup, and how, how this asset could be disposed of at a, is a, later, at a later date okay. if, let's say, your, your relationship is not moving forward the way you'd like it to be. So. Okay. Quick, quick question, sure. David. Um, mm-hmm. when, when you're dealing with this kind of stuff, I think they yeah. can just go to your website, Proven Resource, and yeah. get a hold of you. There's an sure. 800 number on there, yeah. whatever. Yes. 
But um, you you may contact a title company, you yourself, sure. right, and and have someone like Keith at Franklin Title right. do a search to give you the the answer on oh, what's going sure. on. Sure. Well, you know, okay. I work with title companies like Keith's uh, Keith's uh, title company is in Rochester. If I have deals in that area, but mm-hmm. you know, most title companies can go anywhere in the state. Sure. I use a title company on every transaction, and you need a title company. Absolutely. Um, you know, I actually just wrote an opinion for somebody two days ago and said, I don't advise you to move forward with this transaction because there are too many liens on this property sure. upside down. I would not know that without having title work done by a title company. But you do need an attorney to make the opinion. Only attorneys can actually give you a legal opinion on a transaction. Everybody else can weigh in on a sales opinion, you know. Uh, Etc. So I'll tell you what, uh, we can talk more about it. You can reach me yeah. at 888 if you want to discuss your situation with your property at mm-hmm. a later date. Before we go to yeah. commercial, sure. um, when we come back, we'll have Keith talk a little bit about the company that he does work sure. for, the title company, he because have- there are a bunch of professionals on the line who probably need a new title company. So uh, <laughs> we're going to go to commercial. It's Real Estate Realities, New Radio Media. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Do it now. Hey, everybody, we're back with Real Estate Realities, New Radio Media, and um, we're here with Mr. Title, and we're going to talk about the least sexiest part of a real estate transaction, although it really is the most important. So, Keith, tell us a little bit about Title. Well, as you said, I always say uh, when I'm doing a presentation, whether it's uh, locally here or across the state of Michigan, it is the least sexiest, and and home buyers and sellers don't want to talk about it. They don't want to think about it. They always ask, why do I have to pay for it? What's the benefit? Um, It is the most important part of the transaction because it is legally, much like hiring a real estate attorney, Mm -hmm. uh, legally the smartest thing you can do. Obviously, uh, if you get a mortgage, you have to have 
title insurance. And a lot of people say, why do I have to have title insurance? And I say, well, it's kind of like when you went down and bought that new car, or you leased that new car and you financed it. And they said, you have to have full coverage insurance. It's very similar with title insurance on a home. The mortgage lender wants to make sure that uh, you, you are, that they're paying for, they're financing uh, something that's free and clear. Uh, the ownership is correct. There's no liens. There's no encumbrances. Water bills aren't aren't sitting out there outstanding. Homeowners associations aren't sit- sitting out there outstanding. Property lines, surveys, things like that are all taken care of before they move forward. And the same thing, a seller has to provide an owner's policy as well, showing that they are providing a, a property that is free and clear of these problems. So as boring as that may be for, mm-hmm. for the pros out there and even even the people who are just looking to to a Michigan real estate mastermind, um, tell us your, about your company information. and Sure. So we opened the doors in 2004. Uh, a lot of title insurance have come and gone since then. Uh, we've actually grown since then. Uh, we've had five locations in five years, so we've grown substantially. Wow. Uh, very excited about that. We started the uh, closing anywhere, anytime in the state of Michigan. We were the first title company to really That's push what that. I wanted to bring up. Sorry, I forgot to bring that up earlier. It's very important to know. Right. right? Oh, it's really important. Especially for the for the homeowners who, right. who may not be able to get out of their home. That happens all the time. Sure. Correct. Uh, we, we, you know, we have clients in, in Tawas and, and a lot in Traverse City and a couple in the UP and a lot mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. So a lot of times when people say uh, you're in Rochester or you're in <laughs> Southfield or whatever location, uh, no, we're all over the state of Michigan. We'll come to your house and close. We'll come to your office and close. We'll close at a restaurant. Whatever's convenient and easy for you. So that's that's we started that, but now it's becoming a little more mainstream across the industry. But we were proud to say we started it. So sure. I still hold on to that. That's important. Um, so Keith, again, how can how can our listeners get a hold of you? Sure. Or get in touch with you. Go to franklintitleagency.com, and I will say on the website you can get a quote because everyone always asks how much title insurance is going to cost. There's also transfer tax when you sell a property in the state of Michigan, uh, state and city, county, and you have to go and get a quote on the website in the bottom right corner, Mm -hmm. put in your property address, how much you're selling or buying for. And and it will give you a quote also on how much your taxes should be. Yes, title insurance, closing costs, recording, and transfer tax. Right, Right. you know, they transfer tax with people. It's always problematic. Yes. Like, they call me up and I'm like, look, you know, I'm going to Everybody thinks it's a scam. Right, right, right. The problem is, again, back to the professionals. Oh. Kelsey's letting us know there's a caller on the line. Oh, let's gotta, not put them off. Stop everything. We welcome a caller, right? Who's on is, the Who's on the line here? Is this Bob McKenzie? It is. Hey, Bob. Hey, we got our... We got about two minutes till the show's <laughs> over. So, so give us Better your uh, never, Give Bob. us your McKenzie. Uh, uh, McKenzie half minutes. a minute. Minute update. Half a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm late, but I got a great call. <clears throat> Just to let you guys know, the market is still very hot. The the Market time is for these houses is under 35 days before mm-hmm. they're getting sold. The prices are still rising. It's uh, it's a good ride this year. Tell what what's the highest uh, in your community right now? What was the top selling property uh, this past week? Are you familiar with that? Um, <clears throat> well, we recently the the probably the most expensive piece of property we had here is. Recently, the late last year, they, a guy paid six hundred fifty six hundred fifteen thousand dollars for a lot to build a house on. A lot. Wow. wow. A lot. That, that's in Saint Clair Shores, yeah, Michigan. Yes. Right. Yeah, it, was, it has to be waterfront. How long did the lot? How yep. long was it listed for? Um, you know, it never came on the market. Oh, okay. They they made the deal between them. So. Wow. How large that's was the lot, Bob? Well, what, what, uh, linear feet. It was one fourteen by four hundred. 
114 is extremely wide right. to be on, on Lake St. Clair. Yeah. So. And then they got to still build a home on it, right? This old gal's a little Well, Bob, before we, before we go, let us know how, uh, how our listeners can get in touch with you. Oh, area code 586-405-1010. Perfect. Thanks, Bob. We'll hear from you next week. Appreciate your call. Okay. Better late than never. Thanks, okay. Thanks Bob. David, before yeah. uh, before we get to close to the end here, yeah. um, I, I think uh, let's go over what you guys have in your newsletter before oh. before we go. Well, you know, we do a uh, just real briefly. Yeah. First of all, I want to make sure. Did you get? Everybody knows how to reach you, right? We yeah, got they your... can also email me at Keith K E I T H at FranklinTitleAgency.com. Okay. Thanks, Sorry. Keith. I appreciate it. And thanks Thank for you. joining us today. Thank we really it we'll, was really we'll have you back next experience. week. Yeah, and the week after, <laughs> and the week after. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, you know what? Every every uh, month uh, we do a webinar at Proven Resource. You know, mm-hmm. I have a law office. Um, law office is really Sobel PLC, but Proven Resource is kind of like the marketing arm. And uh, we do a, a monthly newsletter. It's like eight pages long, um, uh, with the help of Nancy. And, and several other people in my office, uh, but most mostly Nancy. I appreciate that. Uh, we put out a great uh, publication. It kind of looks like this. Um, this is just one one piece, but we have digital uh, newsletter and also print. And it's important because it's not all law. In fact, um, it's pretty. Very little is law. We I have thousands of people that get the newsletter every month, and you're welcome to subscribe. You just go to provenresource.com, and you'll see that you go into resources and it says newsletter. Also, we have uh, a webinar. Every month it's called uh, Six and Six. We're winding that down actually this last month, and that was really successful. We have um, uh, we bring in realtors and mortgage people and anybody uh, related to the financial well-being of of women in in 2018 and how they can improve their finances. So you can go online and see that. That's on ProvenResource.com. So um, that's pretty much what's happening in my world. Uh, so I appreciate that, uh, Dylan. And, well, uh, let me tell you guys a quick story. A 